Hello, everyone. My name is Michael Peroni. Hello, I'm Matt Peroni. And welcome to another episode of the Deliberate Dad podcast. Mm-hmm. Today, we're going to be talking about one of my favorite topics. He listen, He talks about it to me all the time. Yes, yeah. Um, I wrote a book. It's actually on the website if you'd like to read it. Uh, and about We're talking about the rat race. Yeah. So what... What do most people think of when they think of the rat race? I think that's the perfect place to start because that's, I want to let people know that we don't mean the traditional way. Typically, when you hear the rat race, people think of this idea that as an employee, you're stuck in a hamster wheel and you'll never get ahead. You're just paying your bills. And um, the only way to get out of it is to be, you know, like just make your own business and become rich. That's a Yeah, win the lottery, be a professional athlete, or be a rock star or something, and yeah. Mm -hmm. Money solve all your problems. Yeah, and and we have a different take on that, right? There's some truth to the first part, but maybe not the second. Yeah, the the idea, like, the way we define the rat race is more about consumerism, more about um, anyone can be stuck in the rat race, whether they're rich or poor, whether they're Mm self-employed, employed, unemployed, whatever, right? Mm -hmm. the rat race is more of a state of being and um, how we get so fixated on um, chasing money for to, to, to buy a lifestyle that's just always outside of our reach, mm-hmm. right? Um, we make 20000 so we're chasing a $25,000 lifestyle. We make 50000 and we're chasing a $65,000 lifestyle. We make $100,000, we're chasing 150000 and it just keeps going and going and going. Oh, yeah. I hear that from people all the time where, you know, as we're talking to, to various folks, it's, you know, sometimes there's a discussion of how much do you make or how much do you have, you know, and basically no matter what, it's always, well, I just, yeah, I've got this and it's good, but it's a little bit more. Yeah. No matter what. Yeah. No matter what, no matter, you're a billionaire, like oh, I could always, I could always afford something else. Uh huh. Um, yeah. So it's interesting now we, we, um, in the rat race, the rat race is sustained because we get paid every two weeks or we get paid every month. Mm-hmm. And uh, everyone else's rat race is sustained because then we go out and we spend money as much as we can, right, on other stuff. Interesting. And this, and this, uh, this lockdown that we're in the middle of kind of shows that the rat race, it's like if, if, we don't, if we don't, we're not constantly running it, we die. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, how many of us, how many people out there are suffering because the rat race stopped? At least, I mean, it's a big pause button on it for a little while. Yeah, for sure. For sure. That's an interesting way to think about it, that it's not you being stuck in your own rat race. We kind of have helped each other be stuck in a big, great one. Yeah. I mean, a lot of other people's ability to stay in the rat race is only <clears throat> is dependent upon you and I going out spending our whole paycheck as quickly as we get it. Hmm. And that allows them to get their paychecks and then they yeah. spend it. I mean, let me let me pick on the Cheesecake Factory, right? I don't think that's anyone's favorite restaurant, <laughs> Cheesecake Factory. But the Cheesecake Factory only exists because all of us collectively are willing to go and spend money on a completely superfluous thing, you know? No no offense to Cheesecake Factory fans out there, but... but it's, it is good cheesecake. Yeah. But uh, the moment we all decide... If we were to decide, we didn't decide. We kind of were forced in this case. Mm-hmm. The moment we stay home, Cheesecake Factory can't. They can't. They can't run the rat race anymore. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's true. 
But boy, are they putting out a lot of ads trying to get you to still come in. Oh, really? Are yeah. they, are they on big on the to-go? To, yeah, to-go, the whole mm. takeout thing. Um, I don't think they've experimented with delivery yet, but... But yeah, Cheesecake you're right. delivery. Yeah, I don't know if that would be as good, but... Hey, that Oreo... Don't they have, like, an Oreo cheesecake? They have every cheesecake there could possibly be. I like it. I, I'm, I'm, I've had some good cheesecake there, but anyway. Hmm. Um, so... That's an interesting way to look at it, too, because I know something you put in your book was you, you talked about the rat race in terms of consumption versus production, right? Yeah. And I think what you're saying is that now, in the position that we've been you know, forced to be in, regardless of how you feel about that, we can't consume. Yeah. And so be, that's... I mean, you think about it, the, like grocery stores are essential because no one can grow their own food. I mean, it's kind of an obvious point, but it's like... Um, all, all of these, we're, we're dependent upon a system of consumption that we don't really understand, that we don't really, um, we can't control, right, mm-hmm. as individuals. And so, yeah, we, we're in this weird position where we may, some of us may be spending less because we can't consume. Um, and of course, of course, many of us have less to spend because other people aren't consuming what we would normally want them to consume. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. So then how do we, in, in this context then of this rat race that we're talking about, what's the way that you get out of this one? Is it just becoming more independent? Yeah, I mean, I think, so the conclusion in the book that I wrote, uh, or one of the conclusions I should say, was that you should have a more productive lifestyle, a more production-oriented lifestyle. Um, and that could mean a lot of different things. It could mean growing your own food. It could be being more independent. It could be just consuming less and having more production-type hobbies. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I think it's the same here. I mean, this this came along. That, I released that book, what, in November or something like that? Yeah, which um, I think you should tell people where to find it. It's, a, it's at changebrothers.com. It's under our free book tab. I think it's linked on it on the homepage. Yep. So, Download it for the low, low price of free. Yes. So, <laughs> can't get better than that. Can't get better than that. So um, I guess I could pay them to, to do that, but mm. that, that's the only way to be better. <laughs> anyway, I feel like the, the same way we get out of this coronavirus stuff or the way we survive it long term, or maybe the lesson we take from it is that you know, the rat race isn't as dependable as we thought it was, mm-hmm. maybe, uh, and that we should we should have a more production-based lifestyle. Because if those of us that that are more production-based are going to come out of this better than those of us who were completely dependent upon uh, a consumer model for living. Yeah, and I think that is the way, that, that's a good way to look at it. It's, you know, before all this happened, right, things, and for, for many decades, and have been great because... We don't have to grow our own food. The grocery store takes care of it. That frees us up. Makes it super easy. Yeah. Makes it uh, super easy for us, I should say. And that's yeah. That's exactly it. Uh, something goes wrong with the car. You don't have to know how to fix it. You take it somewhere else to, to fix it. And those types of things have have allowed society to to grow and progress and make things. And that's wonderful. I think the point you're making is that if that if something happens to that system, like it has now it kind of exposes us and how dependent we are on it and we shouldn't be that dependent. Yeah, I mean, and it, it's it's interesting. I mean, this uh, 
no one saw this coming, right? I mean, everyone made their January, on January 1st, everyone had New Year's resolutions and goals and mm -hmm. businesses and businesses and analysts had projections and all that stuff. And no one thought the economy is going to be shut down for however many months. Right. And we're going to do it to ourselves. We're going to do it. Yeah. Not because there's a depression or there's a loss yeah. in demand. There's no bubble burst. Yeah. Just, we, it's like we all collectively stopped running the rat race, mm -hmm. which it's it's ironic to me a little bit because when we work with people individually, clients, we encourage them to individually stop running the rat race mm -hmm. and to pull back on that consumer-based uh, lifestyle. Uh, but and, but when we do it individually, it doesn't have an impact on the economy. Right, right. And uh, now everyone stops running and everyone's going to start. So, um, but it, you know, it's not just to me. It's not just about survival. To me, it's also about um, enjoyment or happiness um you know if if all of your hobbies and all of your um all of your personality if you will was based on you know going out drinking with boys on the weekend kind of right thing, like what do you do during this i mean it's got to be a harder thing to do than if someone was you know a whittler in their shop you know and they make things or they paint stuff more of a like i said a more of a production-based mm -hmm. hobby Mm -hmm. No, I think that's very true. And I think something that we've seen is people gravitate towards that because in the, in the absence of everything else, I mean, what have we seen, right? The, the, all the, the home goods stores and the place we can go and buy tools and dirt and stuff, those are thriving right now. Yeah. Because pe that's what people are kind of turning to that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, we'll look at what we're doing in our respective lawns, right? It's like we, we, um, we have we have time and we can't consume and so we start producing things you know? mm -hmm. we can't just sit around and do nothing yeah and so most and, people aren't wired that way and so maybe, maybe this is a a good wrap-up is, is maybe we should try to do is what we're is flip that on its head instead of consuming the majority of the time and producing when we feel like it we should produce the majority of the time and consume for fun yeah, I mean, sense. I, I, I think the balance will depend on each ind individual change a little bit, but I I feel strongly, and I, I try to make the case in the book that, yeah, that when you when you focus on a producing, and, you know, it doesn't have to be producing your own food, although if you want to do that, that's fine, but producing a lifestyle that, that uh, is going to be, you're going to be better off, your family's going to be better off, and in the long run, our economy and our country would be better off because we wouldn't be so dependent upon um upon these things these big vast systems that like i said like, i couldn't explain how it works i mean i i can't explain how food appears at the grocery store i don't know <laughs> if you can well i know that farmers grow it and truckers ship it and the store but, but, stocks but, but, it, but beyond that, that yeah like where did it come from yeah what process did it go through which you know yeah which it's it, it's there yeah right and I, and I squat and earn money and, and, and trade for it. But you're and, right. And I food could. is a little bit easier, but like diapers or like yeah. other goods at the store, like clothes, where, where did it come from? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's so. true. And so if we're encouraging deliberate dadhood, yeah. if you will, um, yeah, something that I've been thinking, and I think you've been thinking this too, is that I, I wouldn't want to deliberately put myself in a situation where suddenly I can't take care of my family because the rat race stopped working. Yeah. That's... That's an ouch. Yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. You want to, you want to plan. I mean, it's like I said, no one really saw this coming, but maybe they should wake up dads and parents in general. To well, I think idea. everybody had a really smart Facebook friend 
that said they saw it coming. Oh, and yeah. If everyone had listened to them. The, like the crazy conspiracy theory that the guy that was has been predicting this for like 50 years. <laughs> yes. He's finally right. <laughs> so he's finally got it. This was the year. But I think, yeah, like to your point, it's like you, you need to. Um, this is a wake up call that maybe we should plan for these this type of situation where we're in it for ourselves, in it not for ourselves, but we are we have to go it alone. Yeah. How are we going to feed our kids? Yeah, yeah, we should be able to be okay with that, and so let this be. Uh, yeah, I think a wake up call is a good way to think of it. So, one, I have one last thought. Like a lot of people will amass their money or they want to save their money for you know to buy big expensive things but i mean cash is really king right now like everyone everyone would rather have cash than have i think in a lot of cases than paying off debt or um, having paid off debt in the past and so i mean to me this kind of brings home to like what is money really for well if if we're not producing then it's for a time like this yeah yeah that's very true that is very true Good way to be thinking about things. Anyway. All right. Are we good? I think we're good. Download the book. There's more of this discussion in there. It's good yes. stuff. And I promise it's it's actually, you know, it's kind of funny too. Keep it light. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. All right. Well, take care, everyone. Stay safe. And we'll chat with you next time.